Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your leanest and healthiest life on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. My name is Maxim Sigoin. I am a former triathlete, bodybuilder, and powerlifter. I have been vegan for nine years and have coached over 300 vegans to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you today to listen to this episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, Fit Vegan superstar, Sarah. How are you doing today? (laughs) Good. Thank you. Feeling like a superstar. Beautiful. Well, I'm excited to have you on the podcast because you had a, I think, a beautiful journey and you crushed it. You showed up and you had a really like powerful moment on the beach that I want to talk later <laughs> on about. I think I think it's a very important moment because not a lot of people get to, to like have that realization. But how I like to get started normally is just for you to share a little bit of your background, kind of what you do, because people always have this idea that some of the members like have nothing else going on in their life. Like, oh, it was easy for Sarah to lose 22 pounds. It was just like, that's all she has going on in her life. She's just training and like preparing her food. When in reality, like you have a lot of other things going on. Right. Yes. No, that, that wasn't true for me that I have nothing but time to train. It was actually really challenging to implement five training sessions a week. Um, I work in TV commercials. I'm a television commercial actress. And so uh, you get last minute auditions all the time. So your week is not planned out at all. I have a three-year-old son and I also have a wholesale jewelry business. So every day is different and I uh, have to remain flexible and fluid and there's not really a schedule that I follow. But when I committed to the program, I committed to implementing workouts five times a week and it took a little while. But now that I'm out of the program, it's, it's just second nature. Beautiful. Well, hey, you know what I realized as you were sharing that? I was like, we never talked about what you did as a job. I just know you were busy, but I didn't know you were like a commercial actress and you were in the wholesale uh, business for jewelry. I just mm-hmm. learned that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not really that important. Every time we talk, I'm usually like, I need more carbs or something far more pressing. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need to change the training. Okay, perfect. So, you know, get, getting started before you joined the program, did you have any fears or apprehension as to how it was going to happen and if you would be able to stick with it? Or were you like, I just, whatever it is, I'm going to crush it when I come in? I didn't know I was going to crush it. When I um, joined, I was kind of at a point of desperation. I had had my child, I guess, two and a half years previously. And ever since being pregnant and giving birth, I didn't realize how much it was going to wreak havoc with my whole system. And I don't know if moms really talk about that a lot, but the getting back into shape after having a child, you know, a lot of times it looks really simple and easy when you follow the celebrities and the fitness gurus on Instagram. And my journey was very difficult and I had a lot of back issues. And because my muscles are overcompensating for my back, whenever I tried to do a program on my own, it would be like one step forward, two steps back. So I'd try and do a workout app um, that involved like hit workouts or lots of burpees or something. And then my back would be out of whack for like a week. So I do like one workout a week and be in pain, try and jog, be in pain. And so I was really looking for a trainer that could help guide me through it because I knew what was out of whack with my body was mostly muscles 
And I needed somebody to like safely get me back into shape without hurting my back long-term. And it was to the point where like, if my kid wanted to go to the park, I'd be like, no, we can't go to the park today. Mommy's back hurts. You know, I have to lie on the floor and on a bag of ice or whatever. So I was really desperate. And so when I saw your Instagram, um, I was looking for an online trainer due to COVID. I have somebody online. And when I started seeing all of your success stories and stuff, it wasn't as much about weight loss. Obviously, I felt uncomfortable in my body because I was carrying extra weight. But I just needed somebody to walk me through getting stronger safely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I just put it plainly, that must have sucked to just like be in pain for a whole week and not be able to, you know, do things with your kid. Yeah. And I was like doing the internet searching and being like, well, how do I, you know, try all these different methods, but not knowing like the full picture, I was Mm -hmm. often doing more damage. And then I didn't know, I didn't know anything about strength, strength training. I was intimidated. I thought you like had to have a gym membership and I, I didn't know anything about that. So going into your program and you guys made it so accessible, like just with bands and whatever you can do at home. And I remember when we first started, I think I was supposed to do like an hour of cardio. And I was like, I can't do an hour of cardio. Like my body can't do that right now. And you were like, even if you can just like jump on a trampoline in front of the TV or skip rope for 10 minutes, you know, it all compounds and you made it so like, accessible. It didn't have to be perfect. It didn't have to be an hour of jogging every week. <laughs> Cause I was like, I yeah. just can't. And then when I got my first workouts, there was some workouts where I was like, that hurts my back. And you and Sarah were really responsive, really fast and being like, here's the modifications. And Sarah was so calming and encouraging and just being like, you can, you can do like dead bug every day. And that's going to slowly get your strength up. So when I entered, I wasn't able to do like full force workouts. So anybody listening that's like, I can't really work out. I don't know if this program will work for me. I could probably do it like at a 40% effort at the beginning. And I still saw results like really fast. Yeah. And now you're superwoman. Now you can do all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. I can. I know you can. It wasn't a joke. It was for <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah like that's the thing with like you shared some of those apps that have like workouts on them like they're great they're going to get you to move your body but if you do have like back issues or like shoulder pain or knee pain like you're kind of screwed to trying to figure out on your own what is the right substitution and is not is that going to still provide you with the same results with the own substitution you you really have to make an educated guess basically is what you have to make yeah um how long did you follow me before you joined or did you just follow me and kind of start? That was a while back. <laughs> I'm just trying to think back. back. I got a conversation. It was a while back. Yeah. I followed you not very long. It was maybe a month or six weeks, but because I was a new follower, like I was getting pretty frequent posts and then mm-hmm. I was already vegan. So I really liked what you were sharing about the nutrition. And then um, it was actually a lot of the testimonies when I went through your website and like heard other people talk about their experience. I was like, oh, okay, like this, this really might be it for me. And then after our first conversation, it was like relief. I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know if I can like do all of this, but I feel like that this is going to be the support system I need to get me through this. Yeah. And any, have you ever worked with someone online before? No, that I've never worked with a coach before. Yeah. I, I've never worked with a trainer. I've never worked with a coach before in any area of my life. So I, I didn't really realize the power of having somebody consistently check in with you. Mm -hmm. That's been incredible. I'm like, I could use a coach in all areas of my life. (laughs) Now that I see the power of accountability and encouragement and and somebody who's further along the path, just being, showing you the way. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, hey, coaches have coaches too, right? Like having a coach in different areas of your life makes the world of a difference because it saves you the time and just like from making really dumb mistakes that you don't have to make because someone can be like, hey, don't do that. Right. Like for some of the exercise where you're just like, this hurts my back, like, great, let's just change it because there's something else you can do that won't hurt your back and that would allow you to see progress. Yeah. And so when you when you first got started, like what were because you were you were training before, but like once a week and then off for like six days and you were you were vegan. What kind of vegan were you before joining? (laughs) I was a non meal prepping vegan. I was an intuitive eater. Um, There involved a lot of uh, snacks and treats. I was eating a lot more sugar than I was aware of. And I would have wine with like most dinner. I'd be like, oh thinking it was rather sophisticated choice. And then uh, you had just like casually mentioned on one call that like, I think you can maintain like four pounds of water weight when you're drinking alcohol or something. And I was like, okay, there goes that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't <need> that. <laughs> yeah. Water retention stays for a long time with alcohol. Yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. So like you were eating some healthy, the majority of it was healthy, just a bit more intuitive. There was not necessarily structure in terms of the protein and the calories that you needed to eat. And you were physically active, but just not super consistent because of pain. I had zero emphasis on protein. I really liked learning that in the program. Like you, I could really get into paralysis of overanalysis when trying to figure out which exercises to do or which nutrition to do. Like I was really bloated. I didn't realize that. And my nutrition and exercise, obviously all could use help. But, you know, you go down the rabbit hole on the internet and you're like, oh, well, this person says that and that person says that. And then you just don't change anything. And then yeah. when you have somebody like you saying like, no, don't worry about your fat and your carbs, get your protein, get your calories, keep it simple. I was like, huh, okay, I can do that. Yeah, it definitely doesn't need to be complicated. And I'll share something with you because you'll relate to it because now you better understand how to structure your nutrition and your training. But I was just, I was golfing today and I'm trying to get better at it. And I was just looking at the ball and I was just trying to hit the ball. And every time I look as to where it went, it never went where I wanted it to go. But at least I was hitting it. And I figured like, that's what a lot of people do in their transformation. Like they're working out hard. They're eating healthy and making good decisions the majority of the time. So they're focused on the action, but not they're not necessarily aiming anywhere. And so when you came in, we gave you the structure and blueprint for you to have an aim of like, hey, you want to be the fit girl running on the beach, right? Which (laughs) we'll we'll dive into later. But like, there was a sense of direction and structure to get you there compared to before, which is like, we're just going to take action and do the right thing without any structure, which again is great. You were healthy, but it wasn't necessarily bringing you where you wanted to go. Yeah, definitely. And so when, when you came in, what were some of the things that helped you out the most to start to head in that right direction? What were some of the tools that showed up for you that, that you really liked? I really liked the food prepping. I mean, it, it took some adjustment time, but that's been paramount of a mm-hmm. life change, like life change. I'm like, okay, this makes a huge difference, especially as a mom, like, you know, you kind of just end up eating whenever your kid's hungry and it's a bit of a mess and, you know, you don't really pay attention. You're tired. You don't want to deal with it. But having that like done, you, you simplify it. The meals are simple. I'm not really much of a cook mm-hmm. and, uh, being able to make simple meals that tasted good, that I looked forward to eating and having it like open the fridge. Oh, that's what I'm having today. Not having to think about it. It's actually like such a stress reliever 
and like you don't realize how much of your brain is going towards like what am I going to eat today yeah (laughs) it's done you don't have to think about it for the next three days and that's been really great that I really liked the app the ease of using the app you just check in you get your check mark for the day yeah I did my workout I didn't have to figure out what to do how many reps whatever it was all taken care of the structure of all that and then you guys take away all of the sort of paranoia and overthinking and paralysis of overanalysis. Cause if your brain starts doing that, like, what about, what about, what about like at the beginning, I was really hungry and you were like, well, that's okay. And I was like, is it? Cause you know, I'm scared my metabolism is going to drop and then I'll be screwed for the rest of my life. And, and I was like, oh, okay. It's okay to be hungry, you know, have an apple or eat more veg. You would just be like, add more veg, like bulk up your meals, more vegetables. And you're, I was like, oh, okay. It's so simple. And then your brain yeah. just quiets down and you proceed with the action and then you see the results and you're like, oh, it was just so, this simple. <laughs> I've been like in the muck for two years and two weeks later, you're like, oh, this is rather simple. Yeah. It's again, like it's people think there needs to be one thing that they need to follow, right? The like, what's the macro, the calories I'm supposed to eat. But like, as you saw in your transformation, it constantly changed as you progress because your body's changing. But also like the nutrition aspect is very simple, right? Like you said, like once you start to get that, you really calm down. Because a lot of people come in very stressed and anxious about like, but with this, with that, I need to be able to control every freaking variable that's going to come up. And then when you realize that like, no, you just add more veggies and like, it's fine to be hungry. I don't know what what it became in society, but like, it's a bad thing to be hungry. Like, it's fine, right? Like if you made poor food choices and it was very dense in calorie, but like really low in nutrients, you're going to be hungry. And that's people keep eating until they feel full and eat really crappy food. And then that's how they put on weight. But like, it's fine to be hungry from time to time. There's nothing bad about it. Yeah, it's actually totally normal. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's it's been part of of our journey of evolution forever. Uh, And so what, I'm curious to know, what were some of your favorite recipes that have showed up for you over the course of the program? Um, I'm sure you have some that are like on a rotation basis, like every week. I do. I really liked all the oatmeals. I wasn't really an oatmeal eater before, but the uh, the carrot cake one is one of my favorites. The matcha one is super delicious. There's a chickpea stew that was really good. I think it's like Moroccan. Um, the yeah. lentils and lettuce one, very controversial recipe. Some people yeah, love I it. People hate it. I'm a lover. Lentils, mushroom, and it's big and you feel full and I like a good lettuce wrap. Yeah. You probably um, have some members listening. They're like, oh, damn, that... <laughs> Yeah, it's good. And some of them are just super simple. You know, it's like you just have your tempeh and your rice and your broccoli and ta-da, and it's it's beautiful and delicious and you're satiated and you feel good and and you're being a positive role model for your family. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's one of the two questions I want to ask you. Did you feel like you had to be a master chef to prepare some of those meals? No. No, thank God. No, I'm not much of a cook at all. And it's not even like really a joy in my life, but the simplicity of these, I was like, oh, I can do this. And it's just like, check, done. Good. And the second question was, have you seen an impact on your kid and your family with the way that you've been eating and living? Yes. So initially it was a bit of a whole, like a household change, you know, when mom changes her diet, everybody kind of changes their diet too. And I went through like a stage of like, oh, is this okay? But of course, everybody gets on board. Like everybody wants to support you on a journey of health and fitness. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if your partner is giving you major pushback, I'd 
question your choice and partner. That's <laughs> and how I people, feel about it. <laughs> right? You know, like loved a lot of the recipes and, and was trying new food. And plus you're like, you're really modeling those healthy behaviors. You're not just like always opening a package to give food, you know, he's, you know, my mm-hmm. child sees me cooking and preparing meals and, and warming things up on the stove and, you know, being prepared with our lunch bags and stuff. And that, I think I feel really good about that. I'm like, I'm not just showing them, Oh, you're hungry. Okay. Let's, let's go to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Did, did your, cause you work, you've been working at home for your, your whole transformation, right? Which by the way, you lost at the lowest point, lost 22 pounds. All and that was fast. Workouts. That was yeah. under four months. Yeah. 22 All... pounds. And that, again, was like not fully committing to the workouts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you showed up, right? Consistency really does compound if it's not yeah. 100% every time. Has your kiddo came in and work out with you? Yes. Yeah. That's the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it all yoga. Like in his mind, yoga is like strength training. So whenever he sees me like working out, he's like, oh, yoga. And he'll come and like try or he'll jump on my back and add the added weight. Or like I've been training to do a pull up and he always like hops on my waist and yeah. adds that extra resistance. <laughs> I've eaten a pull up with your kid. That's pretty good. Right? That's yeah. Cool. Just that's, one. That's you just gotta step. get one. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty heavy. How much does he weigh? Forty pounds. Oh yeah, that's that's a it's a hefty difference. That's noticeable. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's like a third of your weight. Yeah, added to you. Yeah, even just like the the dead weight hanging when he hangs on, I'm like, okay, here we go, mom power. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So I'm happy because yeah, some members like send me like little videos of like them working out with their kids. They grab their dumbbells and doing like shoulder press. I'm like. It's so cool that you get to lead by example and have that impact. And then for them, they just, they start to see it as normal as like, that's not even like it's a special thing to do, or it's like extra work to do. That's like, oh, that's just what mommy does. Right. And then you just get to have that, that impact. Yeah, definitely. It feels good. And so now you've been out of the program for like a few weeks now. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious as to what, what has remain? What do you think will remain in terms of the skills that you've gained and the knowledge that you've gained in the program? Wow. Okay. So I've been amazed just leaving the program, how easy it has been to just transition into a regular life, but all of my habits have come with me. Like there was some anxiety of like, okay, if I'm not checking in with my coach every week, am I going to keep doing this? But like, I really look forward to my workouts like five days a week before Fit Vegan. That was not the case. I look forward to meal prepping before Fit Vegan. (laughs) I never, I have never meal prepped. The knowledge shift of winning the next meal before if I went off of a so-called program, you know, you beat yourself up, you go down the spiral and you're like, I'll start again on Monday. I'll start again on Monday. And you go down that slippery slope, but it's like, no, you just had one meal that maybe wasn't your ideal. You start again, the next meal. That's been a big uh, brain shift that doesn't have to be perfect. The perfection clause has been removed. Yeah. Those are all pretty big changes in my world that, you know, a year ago, would I be looking forward to working out and feeling energized and loving meal prepping? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to hear that because I, th- I think you were on that call, the group call when I showed that, but we, we tend to hate things that we suck at and we tend to love things that we're good at. And so when you start train training, you're like, this is hard. This is uncomfortable. It doesn't feel right. My body's not moving necessarily the way it should. But now I'm sure when you do a squat or when you do a push up or when you do any movement, you're like, oh, damn, I feel in control of this movement. Like I feel strong. I feel like I can do a few reps and be fully in control of your body. 
Oh, for sure. The, the, the confidence in working out and lifting, like, again, you just simplify it. So my brain doesn't go into like, Oh, I'm going to hurt myself. You're like, you just have to lift the weight up and put it down. And if you can't lift it up anymore, then you just put it down. Like you're not going <laughs> to yeah. hurt your back again. <laughs> if you can't lift it up then choose a lighter weight, you know? So yeah. that's nice just to have all those sort of like fears be quieted down throughout this process. Yeah. And, and talking about your back, how is your back now? Post-program? Like I, I look forward to my 45 minute jog. I feel like so good. I don't even think about it. Like I don't have back issues anymore. I would have to really do like two days of gardening to feel it. Any garden yeah. out there, there's a shout out. <laughs> yeah. You're in the, in the BC area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gardener back. It's a thing, but no, I, it, I, you know, it's not an issue anymore. My my back feels strong. My legs feel strong. I've never like, you know, touched my thigh and had like a firm thigh. Yeah. Firm thighs. Like it's a great feeling. That's a perk for sure. It wasn't even a goal. (laughs) Yeah. And it, when, when, yeah. And you have your, your like tight jeans. I don't, I wear, I'm a guy, but I wear tight jeans and it's nice. You're just like, Oh, you see the leg definition. You see the quad stick out. Yeah. And and like cellulite, I kind of just made peace with like, oh, it's just my genetics. I'm going to have cellulite my entire life. But having a cleaner diet and more muscle, cellulite, what? Not on me. Like that was a major bonus. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think you could actually get rid of it. I thought it was just like genetic. But the more muscle you build and the cleaner your diet is, it's a... Uh, that's amazing. That's a shout out to the, if you could just put that on your fit vegan website, like ladies lose cellulite. <laughs> yeah. We, we might add it as a tagline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you, you send me, um, when you send me a little testimony video, you said you lost two jean sizes in how many weeks was six it? Weeks. First six weeks. So like the first month year, it was kind of like overwhelm all the different changes, but all of a sudden, like six weeks later, I was trying on all my like summer jeans and I'm like, I have to buy new jeans. And it's only been six weeks of, again, not even that hard of workouts. <laughs> like the results were so fast. Like if you're listening to this thinking like, hmm, do I want to do it? What if you could be down two jean sizes in six weeks? Worth it. Worth it.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I want to talk about your big moment on the beach. Because yeah. when you share that in the group call, I was like, that's very powerful because whatever, basically you manifested it and then you were in it and then you realize that you were in it. And I think like, that's just the coolest thing to realize that you're in the vision that you wanted to create for yourself. So I'll, I'll let, let you share that little story and how that came about. Okay. So I live in Vancouver, Canada, really close to the beach. I've been living here for like 15 plus years and I've never swam in the ocean here because I have a phobia of seaweed. (laughs) Very bizarre. I don't have a phobia of deep water, but of seaweed. So it became like a joke amongst me and my friends because whenever we go to the beach, I'd be like, whenever I'm down here, I just kind of think like one day I'm going to be the type of person that's jogging on the beach. And then I go and jump in the water for a cold water swim because that's what fit people do. But it was so far from my reality that it was a joke. Like people would be like, oh, is today the day? And we'd be like, ah, no, probably not today. And so we went away for um, my 40th birthday and it was me and my partner and my child. And we were on the beach on a little island and there was nobody there. And I was just feeling really good just turned 40 that morning. It was just this gorgeous moment. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go for a little jog down the beach. Like the beach is empty. 
jog. I'll be like, I'll be back and run that way for like 20 minutes, run back. I came running back and it was, you know, hot again, nobody on this beach. And I just stripped down in front of, you know, it's just my family went in the water and I was like, ah, there is seaweed everywhere. And I was dodging seaweed like a ninja, no big deal. Even went under the water, came back out, dried off. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just did it. I was that person that I said like, oh, you know, one day I'm going to be like, there was like this little inkling in the back of my mind that wanted to be that person. But it was like so far from my, my reality that people were laughing at me. And I was like, yeah, I just did it. Like, that's me. <laughs> and so me and my partner just like shared a look like, this is it. It's really happening. And then it's kind of been like an ongoing thing now. Like, oh, is today another day? I've since jogged on the beach numerous times. I haven't gone back in the water yet, but who knows? That day I go, <laughs> I do both again. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's really cool that you got to experience that and kind of be aware in the moment that it was happening, right? Oh, because yeah. Well, it was after, right, like directly after as I came out of yeah. the water. It was like, oh, I just did it. Like it, it wasn't even like today's the day. It was like, no, that's just who I am now. It was so natural. Yeah, that's the beauty is that it, it was a natural thing. You're not like, I'm jogging today. I should jump on the water to complete this vision. It's like it just happened on its own. And it was like, oh shit, I manifested. And you created all of that because honestly, like you did all the workouts. You you stuck with the workouts. You gave whatever you had in the tank every time for every session. You stuck to nutrition as much as you could throughout the whole process. And right. And you, the big part is I think you were willing to confront what was showing up and preventing you from doing the workout and the meal plans. Like the mental aspect of it is I think what allowed you to just be able to be this person now that just jogs on the beach and jumps in the water. No big deal. I know there it's a, it's amazing. The amount of excuses in hindsight, like stupid excuses that you're like, well, I can't believe that stopped me before. <laughs> and now you're yeah. like, no, this is, this is a far better lifestyle that I'm not even like, tempted to go back to the other ways yeah you know excuses are if you really think about it, rules that we create for ourselves as to why we can or can't do something and if you really dive deep into why those those rules are there there's no foundation for them right they're just purely self-created and so like now you're realizing it being on the other side but now that i think what's cool for you now is now that you know that you created those weird rules for yourself and that you saw how basically stupid they were because they had no like solid foundation or basis to exist. Now start paying attention to that in other areas of your life. I was like, well, I can't do that. But like, why not? <laughs> why, why couldn't you, right? Like what's actually preventing you? If there's nothing preventing you and you think you are being prevented, then it's just out of your own doing, out of your own mind. Yeah, that's so true. In hindsight, I could have easily just been like, oh, I got a bad back. I guess I can't. I'll never jog again. And I'm turning 40. So it's just because I'm getting old. The end. <laughs> you know? Well, which a lot of people do, right? Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm not 40, but I think 40 is very, very young. And, you know, there's people that are saying that and they're in their 30s. People seeing it in their 40s. People seeing that in their 50s. Like, I don't know. If, I don't know if you've met some of those people. There's people in their 60s or 70s that are just crushing life. They're fitter than most people in their 30s, and they're gonna go jump in a cold lake and do whatever they want. And they're old, like, and they're in their 60s or 70s. And so, what's the real reason, right? Usually, it's we don't want to do the work that is needed <laughs> to become yeah. that person. Yeah, I agree. A fun ripple effect of me doing the program is that my mom has started strength training and she's in the latter half of her 60s. And it's been fun to watch her um, confidence in her abilities of what she can do in her life increase just by her getting stronger. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's powerful. Well, I'm excited to see what she creates for herself out of that because that's going to make a big difference, especially in terms of like bone strength. When you get in your 60s and 70s, it's a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, just like the outlook of it being like, no, the importance of moving your body and, and building muscle at every stage of life for long term. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to get fit for this event mm-hmm. or lose weight for this event. It's like, no, this is a lifestyle choice because I want to enjoy my life. Yeah. Do you, do you think there was a shift that one? So was it always, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life of strength training or workout? Or do you think there was a shift throughout the program or after the program that happened that you're like, oh, this is like a lifestyle thing and I'm going to do this forever? Um, I would say when I went through like a bit of a lull when the weather changed here, when it got mm-hmm. Older and I wanted just like comfort foods. I didn't want to go outside and work out. And um, again, I saw the power of having a coach and having a community all kind of like validate what you're feeling, make it okay, still keep making those good choices. And then seeing the difference of how that got me through winter, like even like mental health wise, you're like, you just feel so much better. It's now spring. I'm not dreading like, oh no, I have to lose weight because summer's coming. It's no big deal. I loved running out in the cold. Who knew, (laughs) you know? And so then I was like, this is, this is like the lifestyle. It's not like I need to bench press a bazillion so that I look great for Instagram. It's like, no, how does my body feel today? What can I offer today? And how is that going to make sure that I'm not dreading my workout tomorrow? Yeah. I, I, I'm happy to hear that. And I'm also happy to see that your body is no longer a limitation to the other things that you want to do. Right. Cause your back was basically the main thing limiting you before. And so you taking this on as a lifestyle is going to allow you to like never have your body really be a limitation, right? And the fitter you become, the less of a limitation it becomes, right? Once you're able to do chin-ups and like do all those like crazy stuff, then I know when there's a zombie apocalypse, then you can just like lift yourself over buildings and carry your family and save them. (laughs) Totally. That's the new goal. (laughs) Yeah. I I couldn't really tell like even making plans with people now that people are getting social again after the pandemic. I know before like my confidence was so low, you know, being out of shape again, being in pain, you know, maybe not eating that well. So you're, you're not that mentally happy either i'm like mm-hmm. oh it's not a big deal like yeah sure fill up the calendar la 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 where before you'd be like oh no like what am i gonna wear i don't want to see that person you know you're like your life just gets smaller and smaller and smaller where now i don't have to think about it it's just a lifestyle choice and it's like what's next like that whole chunk of energy that i spent trying to figure it all out i don't have to think about it anymore yeah it definitely makes you want to isolate when you're not in the right headspace and body space and health space. Yeah, big time. And you know, the, the weather change in Vancouver is pretty rough, like for <laughs> sure. Like, you know, this is my first year skipping winter and it's pretty much been sunny in LA this whole time. But there was a few days of rain and those days of rain, I felt like, ugh, like back when I was in Vancouver and it was like rainy, you just kind of like, oh, I don't want to do anything today. I just want to stay in bed and like in the blankets. It's true. You just want to cocoon and like watch TV. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Five months. (laughs) Uh, So props to you for like going through that and again, relying on the tribe to to keep you afloat and like motivated and to help you continue to show up. All the simple little things, like even thumbs up Thursday, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go out for the run. I'm going to take a selfie with my thumb up. Okay, fine. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, I feel great out here. Thanks, drive. (laughs) Yeah. How, 
what what role would you say that the tribe had in in your whole transformation and in your whole process? Biggest surprise. I like when I heard about it when first joining, I was like, nah, you know, that doesn't really who cares? But then when you get on a few calls and you start to relate to other people, you see people further along, you have people kind of echoing what's going on in your experience. And then, and like they're accessible, it's almost daily that you can check in with everybody. And then you just, one, you don't feel as alone Two, you don't feel like (laughs) totally crazy when your head starts going in circles and the encouragement of everybody, you know, you really start rooting for each other. You start seeing how far other people have come. It's really encouraging. Like Kyla, for example, when she reverse dieted, I'm like, that is amazing. Like that. I didn't even know that was possible. 2,700 calories, 2,700 calories. And she's like lean, mean machine. And then you start seeing what is possible or you see like how much weight Matt lost like so fast and just how consistent he was. Like it was like, he was on all the calls. He was just doing the recipes and how fast the results are. It's inspiring yeah. to see the people's journey all going through the same thing. That was the biggest surprise of the program. And it's been nice. And I've kept in touch with a few of the ladies in the alumni, which is also nice. You know, it's not just like done when you're out of the program. Yeah. Oh, I was a good idea to start that Facebook group. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy you gave the idea. And so everyone listening, that was Sarah's idea. That the alumni group. I'll take the credit. Um, I didn't want to and, lose uh, everybody. And yeah, like Matt, Matt's on like 74, 76 pounds. Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. He's, he's hit his goal. Basically. He's just, he's just crushing it. <laughs> and so I want to ask you, I'm always curious as now looking back, was it worth it? Was it worth the investment for you to jump into the program? Or do you think that you could have done this on your own within that no. time frame? No, absolutely not. I know it. Like I know if I hadn't done the program, I'd be sitting here one year later with a sore back, extra pounds, feeling like crap because I had already been trying for like two years, just like following advice online, trying to do it on my own, but the consistency wasn't there. The diet nutrition was, it was like, I was too much of a head game for myself. I was trying to teach myself Mm. macros and I would just, you know, too much. It was too much. And I would just shut down, but no, a hundred percent. I would not have my, my whole life has been changed by it. And the the price was maybe a little bit intimidating at first, but again, I was at a point of desperation. Mm-hmm. So that was the motivator. And, you know, because you, you pay, I don't know if everybody pays in a lump sum at the beginning, you kind of forget about it like that. Yeah. You forget about the amount of the money that you put into it. And then you're just, I was motivated by results and I was motivated by the tribe and I was motivated by the check-ins. I was like, mm-hmm. no, you just keep going. And yeah. it was really about the finances later. Yeah, it's like the initial skin in the game that gets you to stick with it. And it literally becomes about the process, which that's the best form of motivator, right? And I like you said about the tribe. Most people think that they won't need the tribe, that they won't like the community aspect. And it's the part they love the most. Every podcast I've ever done, it's like, the tribe is amazing. It's what changed it all for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Major bonus. Yeah. I'm just curious if there's someone that's listening that, that was in your exact shoes that you were in a year ago. Back pain or necessarily just pain in the body where they're working out, they're being active, they're eating healthy, but you know, like intuitive eating, but making good choices. Uh, but someone that's on the fence of joining, what would you share with that person now being on the flip side and being one of the before and after success stories? <laughs> I would say that there's probably like the one thing that they're thinking like, oh, if I could just 
get into a size 25 jean, then my life would be great or whatever is that one thing. There's going to be ripple bonus effects to this program that they can't even see how it's going to change their life. And that has been like some of those ripple effects have been far better than you know, my back being strong now, mm-hmm. they don't even know, they don't even know all of the the great stuff that's going to come out of it. And that it's not, okay, I have a wedding in six months, so I want to get fit for it sort of program. It's like your whole life is going to change and likely your family's life are also going to be impacted by the choices you make throughout the changes in this program. And now that I'm out of the program, it's not like, oh, I'm free. I'm going to like, I just keep going. It's your mm-hmm. setup. Like it's, set up for life. Yeah. I love hearing that. Just stay wedding ready all the time, right? That's basically <laughs> totally. the game plan. So that when there's yeah. a wedding, you're like, I'm I'm just I'm ready to go. Wedding tomorrow, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody who's ever done like yo-yo dieting knows that feeling of like when they're in the zone, they're like, yeah, sure. I'll go to Mexico with you. But when yeah. they're at your heavy point, they start making all like, no, no, no. And you start saying no to life. And the, oh, the other thing I forgot, which was like a major learning curve for me was that you don't need to do a bazillion days of cardio to lose weight. Like yeah. the change in body composition from strength training was far faster and far easier than doing two hours of cardio every day. And I know that that's ingrained in a lot of women's head is like cardio, mm-hmm. cardio, cardio. Yeah. That was a huge, huge, that's a life changer. Like yeah. if I lose five pounds, I'm not like, Oh my God, how am I going to do a bunch of cardio? No, it's like pick up a weight. Yeah. I love it. I don't know where it comes from. I like, I, I've been trying to figure out like the whole cardio thing, why it's so ingrained in people. Cause it is for men too, but like, I don't understand why it's there. I think I think it's the like strength training people associate with like being super bulky and they're scared like women don't want to get bulky the majority of the time. Would you say let's ask you this, would you say that you got bulky out of strength training <laughs> for the no. past several months? No, I would actually like to get more bulky with muscle, but what I did get was a thigh that I can touch that feels rock hard and less cellulite. So that's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Like strength training, even for men, like you, it's really hard to men work years at it. So if women pick up a weight and they start working out, like you'll actually get more tone and lean and you're not going to look like a freak bodybuilder because men no. try and they don't look like it anyways. And you're, you're like, because you're like, you're like thighs again, thighs are an issue for me. (laughs) (laughs) When your thighs firm up, you know, like you're starting to get more of that. Like, remember the thigh gap was so trendy. Like everything's just firm. Your butt is smaller and firmer. And like, you know, that muscle composition is way better than what you're going to get if you're just running for two hours every day. (laughs) Yeah. I I wish the people on the podcast could see the hand gestures. (laughs) Just just, just (laughs) The thigh squeeze and the butt squeeze. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Sarah, I just want to say, you know, massive thank you for for taking the time to jump on the podcast. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. I want to leave the opportunity because there's a lot of members of the tribe that are listening. They're members that were in the tribe before they're listening to the podcast. So anything you want to say to them or share with them? Kind of an opportunity to talk to all of them at like one in one shot. <laughs> Hi guys, I miss you on the calls. Well, that was why I asked for the alumni because that was one thing that I was like, I'm just gonna miss the people. I like I follow some of the people on Instagram, but I just wanted to keep in touch. And everybody all has made the same lifestyle changes, so we can continue to support each other after they're out of the actual structure of the program. But just massive gratitude, gratitude to you and to Sarah and Nicole. That was one thing I didn't know going into the program that. 
you have these other coaches to support too. So you have, you know, you guys all kind of balance each other out so nicely. Um, yeah. Sarah, with all her nutrition knowledge and her very like calming, soothing personality. And Nicole is just so real and relatable and inspiring. So it's, it's a great community. Grateful. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to do a live with them both on Instagram to introduce the I teams. Did. I realize I never did that. So I'll right, be coming yeah. out in the next few weeks. There are a couple um, of major bonuses, totally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, um, Sarah, say massive thank you. And, and for everyone listening that wants just a little bit more information as to the process that Sarah went through um, and what our members of Fifty and Tribe are going through to get such amazing results, there's a link down below um, where you can apply for coaching or you can just private me on Instagram. Just DM me fit like Sarah. All right. So I knew that you came from this podcast. Does that you fit like Sarah or you can apply for coaching on the link and then love to have a conversation with you. And uh, Sarah, I just, I'm super proud of you, honestly, because you showed up for your workout, you showed up for your nutrition, even when it wasn't easy, even when it was hard, even in what, when it wasn't the most convenient. And that's the reason why you were successful because a lot of people would have given up throughout that process. Right. And so I just want to say that I'm really proud of you. You deserve everything that you have. You deserve to be running on the beach and jumping into the <laughs> ocean and not being afraid of seaweed anymore. <laughs> One day. One day. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Sigoin and on YouTube at FitVegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.